river kingdoms are a constantly shifting group of city-states, kingdoms and fiefdoms, rising and falling through the machinations of would-be conquerors, wars, assassinations, games of politics, and dangerous monsters. South of Brevoy sits the Stolen Lands. Stolen from what and when are a matter of some debate. Currently overrun by bandits and monsters. Brevoy seeks to aid in the establishment of new kingdoms, buffer states, run by anyone strong enough and clever enough to carve a kingdom out of the savage wilderness. Caelan Thorne, the mercenary who would be king, believes he is that man. Herein lies his tale of wilderness exploration, monsters, politics, romantic entanglements, ancient gods, and war. Heavy indeed is the head that wears the crown. Sugarfueled Gamers, in association with RPGMP3.com, present Kingmaker, a Paizo Adventure Path. A word to our listeners. This game is often interrupted. Whenever this happens, you'll hear our editor's tone. To let you know when a segment of recording has been removed until we resume gaming. Episode 80. So when last we left our heroes. Yes. Kaylin and Michaela had penetrated the trial ground, had faced the test of strength, had scorned the test of um, intelligence. Yeah. Uh, had faced the test your might. Yes. <laughs> and fought the first blade, the Herald of Gorum, inhabiting some sort of giant statue of armour. Yep. Giant set of armour. It beat the crap out of you, you beat the crap out of it. Okay. Eventually it decided that you'd won. Yep. It uh, healed all your wounds, it didn't give you back your spells, because if this tomb had a subtitle it would be fuck spellcasters anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um... Yes, Caitlin's uh, getting on fine, whereas Michaela is definitely showing the strain of the. Um, yeah, it's, it's funny lack how Gorum favors martial characters. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you had just gone past that to Zorak, the ancient, timeless guardian of the temple, an old, yes. tiger lord, barbarian man, dressed in basically a fur loincloth. Yes. Um, he had told you to show him a warrior's heart, and you had stared deep into his eyes and felt this psychic battle raging back and forth between him. Yes. Between you. However, you successfully intimidated him. Yes. And he nodded, satisfied that you had shown a warrior's heart, stood aside, and I believe told you something to the effect that um, Orvin Bane was yours for the taking, if you could claim it from its current claimant. Yes, that was pretty much what he said. And... He steps aside, points the spear down the corridor, and as he does so, there clearly wasn't a noise there before, but now you can hear echoing down it what is blatantly Goody Niska's voice. Um, it, it must be said, does not sound as hoarse and weary as the two women outside, but then Goody Niska has always sounded sort of hoarse and weary. You hear, Orvin Bane, so named the sword, was crafted by the Iron Lord. Repeating ad nauseum. And it is you and Michaela. I'll write this. I'd say it's time to dig out whatever you've got, because this is about to be it. It's time to buff, 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 <laughs> So Caelan will dig around in his bag and draw out his potion of Shield of Faith plus four. I believe now. 
It's a deflection bonus. Yep, which I have none of. Okay. Uh, Michaela has two shields plus three on her spell list, which she is happy to use one of, but there's only a point in any point in using the highest. Yeah, I think I'm, I, I'm good to drink my potion. Yep. Um, and I am also going to um, use my oil of blessed weapon at this time. Fair enough. No. No, I'm not. It on- the only thing that's useful here is confirming crits on evil. No, I'm just going to go with the shield effect. Totally up to you. Yep. Uh. Uh, Michaela has nothing in particular. She has this scroll true seeing that you bought for her to see through the illusions here. Yeah. But thus far, they haven't been a big problem to you? No. No, we were expecting the illusions to be a little tougher than actually proved. I've got some scrap paper here if it would be helpful. Yeah, probably. No, I think um, that's fine. Um, Kalen traditionally drinks a buff for the um, bigger things. Uh, you know, he does it to boost his AC. Michaela's arguably doesn't need the boost, but she's welcome to cast Shield of Faith on herself if she doesn't already have a big deflection bonus. She's got two, so she might prefer to save it for a spell. Yeah, seems reasonable. Uh, can the two of you give me a wisdom check as you this, and Michaela will hit this, so you don't actually need to. Cool. Um, she leans over and says to you, what you see in front of you is a foggy corridor again. She leans over to you and she says, if we can hear Niska, then there's every possibility that she will hear us when we head down there. We'll be moving slowly through the fog, plus any other illusions that are on the door. It may give her a chance to prepare. So... Again, this corridor is filled with fog. Again, she's assuming the doors will be protected by an illusion. Yeah. Neither of which have been a big impediment to you thus far. Like, you might end up turning around and coming back out of this corridor again. Um, but this time it'll be... But this time you know there's somebody on the other side, and because you and Michaela have the subtlety of two giant iron pipes walking down the yeah, corridor... Yeah, yeah. may become suspicious about the repetitive clang, and particularly if the repetitive clanging comes and goes six times... So, that's a thing. Yeah. So, um... You can trivially gust of wind the fog out of the way. True seeing is, is probably massively overkill to beat a door. How about the tech secret doors? Doesn't work. Ah. The door... A, the door is not secret. It's merely hidden yeah. by an illusion, which yeah. the tech secret doors explicitly doesn't cover. Yeah. And B, even if you could detect the door was there... What it tells you to open it is like turn the handle. Yeah. But since you can't interact with the door because you don't believe it's there. So um, could could we use gust of wind to blow the fog away, and then Caleb could use um his detect magic to find the illusion illusory doors? Uh, yes, but that would take you. A, it would take you longer because it's three rounds to actually give you anything. No, two rounds to give you anything useful because you wouldn't need the third one. You could yeah. safely assume that the illusion was there. Like, you don't know if the corridor will go straight and the doors are here, because what's traditionally happened is you walk in and it's a room, and, the and doors one of the ways out are doors. Yeah. Um, that might help you, but for the fact that all the walls are magic anyway, because they're yeah. all watered with this anti-stone passing stuff, um, you wouldn't be able to tell the difference between the auras, and if you detect magic or an illusion, then what you get is a will save. Yeah, yeah I was looking for the will save. Yeah. Because that's what you gave me the last time. I yes. used detect magic and you gave me a will save and then told me, yeah, those doors are magical. Yes. 
but you could just as easily do the same thing by going up and ramming, you know, smacking all the walls. Yeah. Interacting quickly with them. It's just a question of how many will save you'd end up needing to make. Yeah. And the other thing is, um, this Shield of Faith's duration is only so long. Yeah. I hadn't understood we were at the end of a foggy corridor. I probably shouldn't drink it. perfectly happy for you to not, not yeah. have drunk it. And what I'll do is get it out and put it in my belt. Yeah. Ready to drink as we have found the doors. Yeah. Because I'm prepared to take the round to do that. Um... Alright, so, um, yeah, so we can, we can use this, the, this true seeing maybe hideously OP to solve the problem of the doors, but it would get us through really fast. Yeah, and it would certainly, and it would give, this kid has never demonstrated any overly great facility with illusion, on, but, and it seems unlikely it's one of Amarg's skill sets, but we are still on the trial grounds, it will certainly give Michaela the edge if there are any weird illusions at the end of the corridor. Yeah. Um, so, um, I'm probably okay with that as a, um... Yep. As a plan. No problem. So, she will eat her scroll of gust of, one of her scrolls of gust of wind and cast true seeing on herself. I believe she has to use one of her scrolls of Al's wisdom to cast true seeing on herself? Yes, you're quite right, because she doesn't have 15 wisdom. Desperately needs to pick it up at her next level. Yeah, yeah. And when she's 12th level. Uh, I could use a player's... Remind myself of what these buff spells actually do and not make. Well, I don't want to show what the does because Bridge does more, but I want to remind myself about its duration. Uh, one minute per level. Sweet. Uh, and because it's a Shield of Faith plus four, that will be a while. Sweet. Because the minimum caster level on that would need to be uh, substantive, at least eight or nine, without cool. blinking. So Niska will still have some time to prepare. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a bit it, 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 It's a bit less, you know, six... It, it's a, a few rounds, hopefully a few rounds rather than a few minutes. Well, the thing is, if you're diddling rounds in the corridor for um, several rounds, what I'll immediately do is... Well, you'll get a high... You'll get a move silently check, but you'll yeah. almost certainly fail it. Yeah. And then I'll start ticking through whatever buff spells she wants to cast because she'll go... Okay, you know, she doesn't necessarily know that it's you... But Zarek very explicitly isn't heavily armoured, yeah. and also just appears wherever the hell he wants anyway. Yeah. And essentially anyone coming down here in heavy armour is going to be bad news for her. Yeah. Okay. Alright. So we can just, because we're at the other end of the corridor at this point, we can just do those spells. The Gust of Wind, Correct. the Owl's Wisdom, the True Seeing. And the Shield of Faith. Uh yeah, given the number of minutes. Yeah. Yep, yeah, and the shield of yeah, It's going to last vastly longer than the combat anyway. Yeah, sweet. Okay. Can I get a just regular? Yeah, just grab a regular pencil. Yes, we prepare ourselves for the trial to come. I mean, the thing is, true seeing is intrinsically great. You know. It may not come up as useful in this fight, but if it does, we'll be super glad she has it. And it's not like if we think it would be useful later, I can't fire it. defeat things like invisibility in that. Exactly. Which, even if Niska isn't an illusionist, seem much more up her alley. Yeah, yeah. I mean, any cleric can do invisibility. No, wait, no. they can't. No. They can do invisibility purge. Which if is she's a cleric of trickery, which ah, is yes. one of Gairona's domains. Ah, yes. For obvious reasons, because having bluff is an awesome class skill if you happen to be a cleric of Gairona. Yeah, yeah, it does kind of... When you put it like that, it does kind of... I mean, the thing is, we don't know all that much about what Niski can do. I mean, yeah. she casts mm-hmm. some nasty spells at our last encounter, but... You know, and she had that candle mirror thing going on, which she may or may not have again. 
Uh, as you understand, you, you actually know this one because as you understand it, she shouldn't because she's being resurrected from the body of an earlier version of Goody Nesca. That was right. what Tristan had said, basically. Yeah. As a precaution, she'd lopped her finger off yeah. and given it to presumably another sect of Gyrona somewhere. Yeah. Uh, very possibly some of the Black Sisters that were outside that you just splattered to bits. Yeah. Um, Tristan said, you know, that shouldn't work unless she's so twisted and corrupted by her hate that she fundamentally never changes as a person. Yeah. Which is a very unpleasant concept, but fits her perfectly. Yeah. Um, but it does mean this version would be pre candlemere Yeah. At least in body. Yeah, because I presume she has the memories because she's been acting out of the personal knowledge of me and Svetlana with the stuff v- that Very she... much so. Effectively, what the spell does is it builds her new body and then stuffs her soul back in it. Yeah. But were the powers of Candlemere attached to her body or attached to her soul, uh, given that she literally melted into a chaos blob monster? It seems likely the body. Yep. Okay, so we are walking down a now fog-free corridor. So Michaela pulls out the, pulls out the scrolls. Concealer, show us the way. <sighs> the wind, the, the fog blows away. She, they, they who lie behind the curtain, because she never refers to Sanava by name, even directly in front of you, even Savannah, sorry, even though you know. Yeah. They who lie, they who lie behind the curtain, show us what lies behind others, reveal the mysteries to me. True seeing. And then she marches straight down the corridor. Uh, I will actually give you a stealth check here. It's not futile. Neither Niska nor Amar are exactly what you would call mega perception monkeys. Kale's move silently is not very horrible. Michaela will immediately roll a three. So yeah, that's okay. That's probably the end of that. I got a nine. Yeah, Amar hears you both. Yeah. Um, you, it, it, does Niska, or did you not bother rolling for Niska because it's irrelevant? Because Amar will just tell her. I, she's she's actually, actually it's possible she doesn't have a better perception check than him. No, she's got wisdom, not surprising. Uh, well, she doesn't hear Kaylin. Ah, uh, yeah. The Kaylin's trucking around negative four, though, so that would yeah. be a hell of a roll. Yeah, yeah. The, um, it, it is a little bit like bringing a bar- brass band. All right, and you march straight down, and I imagine Kaylin more or less just backhands the door with his weapon. Yeah, uh, no, I think he'll kick it in with his boot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it has to be knocked on with iron. Yeah, and it vroom, parts mm-hmm. dramatically. Oh yes, of course. That's, yeah, no, he'll ki- he'll hit it with he'll yeah, hit it. You with have him. iron boots on. That yeah. works as well. Yeah, sweet. Um, the doors swing open, and you can see the room before you. So there are a number of flickering braziers in here. All those blue dots. Yep. Um, which are very, very basic things. And in fact, as you go past, what you literally see is just a plain iron bowl that has nothing in it. There's no coal, no actual source for the flame or whatever. But the fire is putting out light, the fire is putting out heat. And as you boot open the door and step in, all the flames go woof mm-hmm. up dramatically. Because, by God, Gorham likes a show and hates the laws of physics. Yeah. Um, the air in here smells and not... Yeah, Kaylin would pick this up instantly. 
The air in here smells of blood thickly. It's in fact Kalen has been here and smelt exactly this before. This is after a fresh battlefield. Man. You know, battle has just ended an yeah. hour ago. Yeah. The dead have not begun to rot and decay yet, but that thick coppery smell of blood and gore and horror is thick in the air. It takes you back. Yeah. Um and in here you see a couple of people. Um both of them are standing um, ready for you, if not precisely well prepared. Yep. Um, standing in front of this, this is an enormous staircase going back up to huge doors in the back there. Yep. Uh, Niska is standing on the stairwell. Uh, Marg is standing in front of her. Yep. Um, and what you see is Goody Niska looking very much exactly the way you last saw her. A bitter, twisted-looking old woman. Um, in fact, it's been a while, so you can have her picture again if you like. Yep. You want to just turn that off at the wall? I still remember the irritation factor of um, you saying, Oh, and here's... I never showed you this before because it would be a little obvious, but here's Melgrazata Niska. Oh, Melgrazata Niska. Yep. Um... Looking very much the same. Um, this time she has come a bit more armed and armoured. She is actually wearing black metal armour, like the guy, like the other black sisters were outside. Yeah. Um, very much... Michaela would have probably picked this up in the early ones. They're, they're endeavouring to put up sort of a token obeisance to Gorham. Yeah. Show respect to him while they're in his house, effectively. Yeah. Uh, she is again carrying a bitterly curved-looking dagger. And then there's Armag, the twice-born, mm-hmm. who, it must be said, is the vastly more physically imposing of the two. Why, here he is here. Oh my goodness. Yep. Um, I was wondering who that guy is, but that makes perfect sense. He is carrying... If anything, this mini is not butch enough. He is wearing a big, heavy, spiked breastplate. Um, he is bulked out the wazoo. He's, you know broad-shouldered, tall man, looks incredibly strong. Um, he has a fairly hofty-looking battle axe, but just kind of hanging from his belt, because what he has in his hand is a bastard sword. Oh, in fact, here's another lovely photo of him with Orban Man. Very nice. Um, he... Ah, sorry, it's a greatsword, not a bastard sword. He has this massive double-handed greatsword, um... Which, you're not sure if it's just a trick of how the light in here goes, but it seems to be gleaming with that iron rust red of blood that is in all the walls as well. And he brings it strongly up, and Niska looks at the door, sees you, and her face twists in a curse, and she spits slightly on the ground. Kaelin Thorn, again you interfere! what I do. Well, you're too late here. Amag, and you can actually hear the air quotes in her voice as she says this, Amag isn't quite prepared to destroy your kingdom yet, but after we destroy you, it should be a fairly simple matter. 
Amag, these are your enemies. He looks at them. Huh. Goody Niska has told me all I need. In fact, he doesn't address you. Malgorazata has told me all I need to know of you. You are my enemy. I know of your infinite betrayals. Your efforts to suppress me. Well, no more. I will slay you in combat. And he looks and sounds like Nirian the Terrible, the man you met before. But, uh... <laughs> you get a sense motive check on him here. Right. Opposed by his whopping bluff, which is actually a 12. That's not too shabby, however I get a 16. Okay. There's no flicker behind his eyes as he says this. He knows who you are because he knows what Nisk has told him. But there's no connection that the man Nirian has met the king, Caelan, before. There's nothing left of the old guy in there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He seems to... He he doesn't look far away or like he's possessed or anything. He looks in complete control of his functions. But there's no point of reference of, I've met you before, but now I know that you're a sinister, duplicitous scoundrel. It's just, ah, I know you're my enemy. That's yeah. what matters to me. Mm-hmm. Um, now, you've got Michaela down there as having three hero points. I have her as having two. That's two. right, that's that's right. Because she fed one. one before. Yep. <laughs> the Carnival, a place of false illusions and dreams. Yeah. And the Lost, although it should be uh, very helpful. I've got the Forge, which of course the Kingdom was one. Yep. At the Dance and the Joke. Physical force that can, a force that can't be overcome by physical means alone. Yeah. You've probably come to the wrong house with that one. Yeah, yeah, I think I'm going to be overcoming this with physical means. Alright, and then roll for initiative. Yep. And we end up with Niska, Michaela, Kaylin, and Amarg. Yep. Uh, this room looks like what you can see it, doors out the back. Uh, there are these four great statues around that. Again, with no real point of reference, what you make out of them is that they're all Tiger Lord barbarians wielding great swords in yeah. manly warlike poses. Yeah. And Niska is the first one up. Yep. As you say, she's been waiting for this for a while. She knows this is going. You thought you were rid of me, didn't you? Thought you'd undone all of my plans. Well, guess what, Caitlin? Hatred doesn't die. I have just been waiting for you. It's sweeter in a way that you've come to me. At least this way I get to watch you die personally. You deserve it after everything you've done to me. And poor, poor Svetlana. You never thought about her in the slightest, did you? And she cackles at you, and as she is doing so, because Caelan's probably watching for her to be doing something else, you see her weaving her hands and starting to cast a spell. She glows faintly with energy for a moment as she casts something on herself. Uh, and... But Kayla does not know what it is. Yep. And that is Goody Niska. Yep. Kayla looks at her. Hello, Meldrazata. Still in the background, scheming? Amag. Amag. I don't know what she's told you, 
but all of it is lies. Everything that she says is a lie. This just goes straight past Omagu. Belgarazata has told me everything I need to know. Of course I have, she says. I've told the poor, dear child about how he was destined to be Amag the Twiceborn, how he was born into the Tiger Lord Barbarians, that his brothers, his own family, endeavoured to suppress his destiny, to hide it from him, giving him a false name. Well, we slaughtered them all on the way here. Don't worry, Amag now knows exactly what he needs to know. <laughs> and she smiles. Still hiding behind puppets then. You can talk! Okay, we'll just sort of <laughs> nod, concedes the point slightly. Well, I wasn't there for the last one. But if you knew anything about how to read people, you wouldn't know something about me. I don't like to be betrayed. And I've been waiting for this for a while. <laughs> and she will step in. She will step in and cast a spell on herself. Uh, and her hand begins to glow with red energy as she casts a an inflict spell but does not um, yep. unleash it. And... That being the case, she will actually step ten foot back, so she's not getting full five foot back, so she's not getting full attacked by Amag. Yeah, and then it is Kaylin. So um, I can't um, quite make it. To char- can I make it to a, if I charge? Can I make it to a mark? Absolutely. Cool. Yeah, I make a charge twenty five feet puts you. But I've, I've got the twenty foot movement. Yes, but a charge is double your movement. Sweet. Okay. Right. You can even charge past straight him to Niska if you desire. Although of course he's going to wallop you with Orban Bane on the way through. Yeah. But it would be a good place to be. Yeah. I'll take a swing at that. Yes, I did think I'd kill you. But to be honest, it wasn't very hard killing you the last time. Maybe it'll be harder this time. But the thing about you, you've done a lot of good damage hiding in the shadows. I think it's because you don't have the guts for a straight-on fight. <laughs> and Kaelin right, will... You charge Goody Niska. Uh, Amag, unsurprisingly, will pivot. Uh, and... Ha-ha! <laughs> no, he won't. He doesn't have combat reflexes. Sweet! Uh, he pivots and swings towards you too slowly. Okay. He is, he is flat-footed because he hasn't acted yet in initiative, so Excellent. he cannot do shit about this. Okay, and Kaelin will arrive... In a position to attack both of them, but at a minus two penalty to AC for this round. Yep. And um, we'll take a swing at Goody Niska with Gatekeeper. Yep. The weapon I believe that he beheaded her with last time. Uh, are you power attacking her at all? No, I am not. I have not got the measure of her. Yep. I am just flat out attacking her. If it turns out she's really easy to hit, I may change this policy. But for now, um, 
That's a 26. Hey, it turns out she's really easy to hit. Sweet, good to know. Uh, you waffle into her with Gatekeeper. As you do so, the acid slashes off her, fizzles out on a green energy around her, and does nothing. Okay. It's like she knew that you had an acid-producing sword. Yep. Unfortunately for her, I have many, many weapons. Right now, I will. So there is no point bothering to roll acid damage against her. I shall not do so. So, that is a nice straightforward 13 points of cuts, uh, of slashing damage. Uh, and what you will see immediately is she flinches away from this and gets slashed, and Armag barely even notices, but a slash opens up on his bicep as well, uh. and Niska smirks at you. I have better protections this time. Mm-hmm. Alright, and it is a mug. That's awfully low damage for you. I roll the four on the dice. Yeah, I suppose. And Plus no I, acid, yeah. Yeah, and then I add the nine. Yeah, I'll um, change weapons if I get the chance and um, break out the adamantine. Will I? A D10 plus nine, two D6 plus seven. That's one point of difference between the great sword and the. Um, yeah, I think I'll, I'll, I'll just stick with gatekeeper. It's it's a better weapon. Yeah, I just won't roll the acid damage. Mm. Besides, uh, did, did she protect him against acid? <laughs> Maybe a relevant question. No idea. Uh, Mike looks at you, <clears throat> flexes and cracks his knuckles. I hear that you think of yourself as a king, Caelan Thor. Your land will be my first conquest. Then I will sweep back and crush Drelev, and all enemies will fall before this. The enemy of all enemies, Orvin Bane. And he will... looks at you and... Uh, unleashes his rage, yep. and starts endeavouring to waffle you with Orvin Bane. Yep. Uh, which his first hit is a 30. Which will hit me because I dropped my AC by two. <laughs> nice. Okay, second one. But nearly that didn't. Is substantively less. And the third one is a fumble. Sweet. So he rages and swings wildly at you with all the day. Yep, no doubt the one that hits will hit hard. Surprisingly, it is only 13 points of damage. Okay. Um, I will take that. Is there another thing? 192. There is something slightly odd in that when he hits you, your blood splurts along the edge of the sword, but doesn't just drip off again, or in the way you've seen on some magical weapons almost get deflected off. It hangs on it. And then instead of dripping off, it just kind of slowly disappears as if Orvin Bane is absorbing it. Yeesh. Okay, that could be a problem later. And that is pretty much all of our mark. He looks like he's got one good trick and he waffles you repeatedly with his greatsword, but unfortunately waffs it entirely. Yeah, that's alright. No doubt he'll do better on the next round, but by then my AC will be back up. But Nesca does get a go before it is. But I am now standing in melee with her. 
which means she will have to, at a minimum, cast defensively if she wants to keep hoffing the cliff. Or, Rob, of course, step back. Step away. Yeah. Uh, she is on going up a flight of stairs, though, so she is on difficult terrain. Yeah. Which is tactically foolish of her, but you've never seen any evidence that she's... Uh, particularly sound on the tactics department? Uh, yeah, well, she has almost no warrior training of any kind. Yeah. Uh, and indeed, you will see her go to step back, um, and then she realises that it's not actually that easy to keep her eyes on you and go up and down these stairs. So she's merely stuck with what she's got, uh, which is not going to really help her. Uh, she will actually make a quick sense motive check. I forgot I could have cleaved. Oh, well, I'll do it next round. I'm perfectly happy for you to retroactively cleave if you desire. Okay. Um, I'll roll up, attack it. You're minus obviously two. not interrupting what she's doing. Oh, it's a plus two to attack as well from the charge, isn't it? Minus Correct. Two. Yep. Uh, but Amag is not raging at the time you take this swing at him. Yep. I crit fumble, I crit fumble, I double re-roll. Um, the plus two is... Um, so that's a 20 to hit Amag's flat-footed AC on the cleave attempt. Uh... No. So wait, that's nice and straight. It bounces then. off his spike down. Yep, I rolled the three. Because he has not yet given into his rage. Yep. Uh, but the point is I made the cleave attempt, which yep. makes me feel better. Niska looks at Michaela, measures her. No. You, my dear, are not a creature bound by the laws of your kingdom. Like me, you understand that sometimes it's necessary to do what you must. Unlike this man who seeks to use and pervert the laws, what you did to me was terrible. Sending me to Candlemere, knowing what I would do with that sort of power, you chose to tempt me, like every man does in the end, presenting something to a woman as if it's a prize, as if what he's offering is great. Well, you have nothing special, and this time I won't be weakened by your foul offerings and gifts. This time you face the power of Gyrona unleashed. This time you face her discord. And as she says this, she endeavors to cast. Because of course it's your fault that she went to cast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cast defensively quite successfully. Yep. And um, out of her bursts this bizarre explosion of leaping, ricocheting energy, which appears to be in just a wide variety of different shades of black and white, and nothing but. Um, it bursts all over you, it bursts all over her, it bursts all over Amag, and does nothing to either of those two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you, on the other hand, guess what, lawful creature, make me a will save. Yep. Yeah. Uh, 29. Yeah, what she was endeavouring to extrapolate, that will quite definitely save. What she was endeavouring to extrapolate was, does she think Michaela's lawful based on her various past interactions? Yeah. And the answer is no. Yeah, and I think she's quite right there. Okay, so... We'll save the gates. Effect. Uh, so, you take nine points of damage. Yep. As you feel this energy go through you and seem to slow you for a moment, and then you steady yourself and shake it off. Switch. And Niska curses violently under her breath. Yeah. And that is Goody Niska. Michaela uh, will 
step up to Amari. If she wants to flank. Yes, yes, she does. Yeah. She will just walk straight up to him. Yeah. She looks at him. Ah. A large man with a sword. Another complex conundrum presented by these trial grounds. I think I have an idea what to do with this. And she reaches out for him. And she won't go hardcore full defense. She will drop three points of combat expertise into this. Yep. And reaches out to touch him. Does so with relative ease. And as she touches him... Something occurs. <laughs> yeah, well, that's never going to happen. Uh... As she reaches out her hand to him and touches him, the sword reacts to this, and as the energy is surging off her, the blood and iron smell from Orvin Bane gets stronger and surges all over Armag for a moment. And then he doesn't actually whirl the sword down and cut at her finger, but she yanks her hand away as if she's been sliced at, and Orvin Bane glows, and there's almost this faint sense of satisfaction in the air, and her spell just goes as she endeavors to utilize it, and it actively gets dispelled when she touches him with it. Wow, nice. And he sneers at her. <laughs> Little spellcaster, this is the place for warriors and men. Go home to your mother. Oh, good, it's Caleb, mate. It is Caleb. Oh, you stupid bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Never talk about her mother. <laughs> It's um, <laughs> she's a she's a full blooded warrior and a spellcaster. You moron! <laughs> Look, I have some sympathy for you. Malgrazad has played me too, but you'll regret it in the morning. And she's got nothing but treachery in her, and she's already planning to suck you down the river. You just don't see it yet. Ah. <sighs> Let's see here. And as you say this, you just hear that even the smallest word from Malgrazata of lies, and Amag seems completely satisfied with this, and she smirks at you at the end. You never change, do you? I don't need to change. The world needs to change. They're the ones who are broken corrupt <laughs> as if it's my fault that you took the power you found at Candlemere of course it's your fault you knew you put that before me knowing how desperate I was to stop a man like you doing whatever he pleased to all the women like me in your kingdom you've done a hell of a lot more damage to the woman in, the, uh, uh, in my kingdom than I have including Svetlana only the ones who deserved it nay all of them your goddess brings nothing but pain and suffering. For one who claims aims to be trying to prevent it, all you really do is cause it. It there's nothing nothing left of what you might have been. And if I have to put you down again, believe me, I will. And he will look at her look at a mark and swing at her first yep. for the cleave attempt on a mark. Yep. And 
No, actually, no, he will swing at a mag first, um, and power attack the two points that, um, of flanking bonus that he's getting. Yep. And then endeavor to cleave her. This is shot. Okay, and that is a, um, Thirty-two to hit. Easily. Okay. As he just berserkly rages and swings wildly at you some more, you smash through his decent armor, but nothing remarkable. Um, is he immune to acid? Uh, no. No, he is not. What a shock. <laughs> really? Like, goody, this is going to use her good yeah, yeah, spells on someone else? I know. That's kind of what I had in mind. Okay, and that is, um, twelve plus nine is, um, twenty-one points of damage. Yep, he will take it all in the face. Doesn't yep. seem to be overly discomfortable. Yeah, I know, I know, I know it's gonna, I'm going to have to hit him a lot. Um, but the thing is, as I, <laughs> as I hit him, I, uh, as I hit Niska, I'll, I'll be hitting him again. He has the Barbarians, I see. It's called hit points. Yep. And then um, I will endeavor to make a cleave on Niska. Yep. Um, so that is... Um, a minus four penalty because I don't have because uh, I'm power attacking for two. Oh right, I'm power attacking for two. Yep. Sorry, add four points of damage to that. Yep. Um, so minus four. Now he's dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Minus four to this one, but it's still at the seventeen minus four. It's thirteen. All right, that may actually miss Niska. Uh, it may not. Too. Uh, so that is uh, eighteen. Uh, that will. Hit her. Oh, sweet. <laughs> okay, and she doesn't get the acid. Yeah, yeah. Her protections are not in her armor. Yeah, and that's 15 points of damage for, you know, the two of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, 19 points of damage for the two of them. As in 19 total? 19 total. Uh, so that is... And then Kalen will swing for a mag again. Yep. With the second attack. Uh, which is... Um, and is this at the power attack as well? It is, isn't yes, it? Yes, yes. Yeah. Every swing you make is power attacking for the same amount. Yep, so that's... Um, 28. Smash, yep. Yep, and... Uh, 20 points of damage. <sighs> <clears throat> Mark flexes and stretches a bit at this. You fight well for an orc. Barely half a man. Still, it has been some time since Ovenbane has tasted orc blood. Yes. But orcs, too, are its enemy. It has tasted your blood, and it wants more. And he plants the sword in the ground, twists it, and there is a screeching of stone... And the runes going down the handle seem to change slightly. Uh, that is his move action. And then he will swing the sword around and give it a waffle with it. Yep. But now it's got its souped up power on. Uh, that is 29 to hit you. That will, however, miss. Okay. And he smashes into your armor and often bang. Yep. And in fact, smashes into my glowy shield of power as he surmounts my armor but not my shield of faith. Yep. Stupid Armag. Stupid single digit numbers. Huh? Of course he can't full attack because he activated the sword power. Yeah, move action. Sweet. Do he's doing with all of them. Yeah, every round he doesn't full attack is a good round for me. Uh, having missed, that is him. Uh, Goody Niska again. Yep. Uh, 
to uh, at this point we get one more thing um, you hear Zorek's voice again over the just echoing over this chamber overwriting all the noise and clang and clash of battle that's going on here and you hear his voice good your warrior's challenges please Gorham fight but remember that one must always be prepared for another attack and suddenly the doors burst open and this big waffling army of Tiger Lord barbarians there must be 30 or 40 guys here come charging in swinging great axes and just run straight through the middle of you all going cursing and screaming and giant and swinging axes left right and centre and can you give me a will sir? okay uh, that's a 16. Okay. Holy shit, where the fuck did... What the... No. They run into you. Like a swarm, there's no question of them hitting your AC. Yeah. They just run you over. Uh, they run Armag over as well. Yep. Um, they run Gudinesca over. And Michaela looks confused for a moment. Uh, and they run through, slashing at everyone. She shouts, they're not real. It's only an illusion. Uh, they do her no damage of any kind and everyone else finds themselves bleeding and cut from this yep uh, so I will just give you all the same damage I think yep uh, that is 10 points of damage okay um, do I track it separately no okay these are real blows that are happening to you yep okay um, they're um uh, just a second. Uh, so that is five to Niska and fifteen to Amag. Uh, not that Kaylin has any way of knowing this, but there are things called shadow conjurations. Right. Yeah. They are illusions, but they they're are real. real if you, if you really fail to perceive them as such. Yeah. Gotcha. I um, there's no reason Kaylin needs to understand what's happening, but yep. um, it's helpful for me to. And of course, because um. Because Michaela knows that, that has true seeing up. up, she what she sees is a, a group of spectral, translucent figures run through. Yeah, it's very apparent to Kaylin they're obviously not real in yeah. the sense that you assume they're conjured ghosts or spectres yeah. or you know Zorex challenge or yeah. images yeah. of Gorm's rage or something. It's definitely not thirty Tiger Lord barbarians run uh, through one yeah. door, run out the other one, and then all the doors close again. Yeah. But it's something that's physically happening to you. Yeah. You feel the pain of their axes bite and slash into you. Yeah. Alright. That's the end of the round. Yep. So that is, of course, Zarek. Yep. Niska uh, looks up again, um, mutters under her breath, I cannot be done with this temple of Gorham soon enough. <laughs> She looks over at Michaela, however, and sick of being stabbled the bits by Kaylin, uh, she is going to. Is she going to try to move on with her life? No, I really, really don't think so. She can't risk the attacks of opportunity as she as she moves off the staircase. 
She is more than welcome to move away. Helen likes attack of opportunity in people. Uh, she will, however, easily make the concentration check for this one. Yeah, she's certainly good enough to cast in the spell range. She looks over to Michaela. You think you're so smart. I had my eye on you for the longest time before I realised you weren't good enough for the sisters of Gaibrona. But then, you've never really been good enough for anyone, have you? Oh, some god or goddess up there likes you enough to show you a little favour. But not enough. You're not a real priestess. Not like me. What was that crack about your mother earlier? Mother didn't want you, maybe. Or maybe she found another way out. Away from her disgusting prodigy. And Michaela looks slightly troubled by this, as if the words are going in deeper than um, than you might expect them to. And... Kaylin, who is much closer to her, will hear her muttering under her... As she says this, there's this undercurrent, and every time she breathes between words, she's muttering something else. And what you hear is, With rage and hate and burning red, I fill your soul with darkest dread, and twist your mind with cries of hate. Strike now, strike now, it is your fate. And Michaela makes a will save as rage seems to fill her. <laughs> No, but Michaela comes to the party hardcore. Uh, and with a 25 on her will save, we'll shake that off. Sorry. She looks back up at Pudinesca. I don't get angry. I get even. <laughs> <laughs> and Niska, who is doing nothing with her move actions, will find something more useful to do with them. Damn you. Play Saria's song briefly. Yeah. Uh, you do surround yourself with extraordinary women, don't you, Caitlin? Perhaps you know you need them. Doesn't it eat at you that you always let them down? That you've left Bryn at home with one of my little surprises just waiting for her? Even right now, if you listen hard enough on the winds Garona sends, I bet you can hear her screaming. And as you hear that, as she says this, you can actually hear, this is very much the same effect you got off the other two, these whispers going through your mind. Except this one is Bryn growling. <gasps> Not the cubs! <clears throat> and can you make me well safe? That is a 16. Kaylin, your children are in danger. You must take random actions to protect them. Yeah, no, I don't think so. Um, and um, I will utilize the forge. My kingdom is a group of strong and diverse people who will protect each other. And I um, do not believe that they are in peril at this time. Mm-hmm. Um, it's up to you whether that is a pertinent card, but it is the card of my kingdom. Uh, if it is, in fact, the card of your kingdom, then I will buy that. Yes, it is the card of my kingdom. Strength drawn from diverse places. Yep. Okay, I will re-roll that will save. Uh, it doesn't matter. Oh, right. If it's the right card, you retroactively save. Oh, sweet. Your roll is, look, it was a 20 the whole time. Wow. Excellent. So, um... That's not nice to listen to. But you know why I married Bryn? 
because she's really difficult to ambush. You found that out, didn't you? Finding out what's really going on, the truth of what people really think, is never pleasant. I'll show you more, though. Michaela, right, I think we've all heard enough of this. Yep. Steps up, uh, has no earthly idea whether Orban Bane is going to do that again or not. Um, I don't know, does she attempt another spell or does she just endeavor to poke him with the sword? Well, I mean, it seems like the inflicting thing isn't working out with Orban Bane. I yeah, mean, her sword poking powers are not great, on the other hand, nor is his AC. Yeah, on the other, other hand, um, she could, um, I mean, she's doing a great job flanking, but she could move into melee with Goody Niska and find out if Goody Niska has spell-defending powers against being poked in the chest with inflicts. That's true, actually. She'll end up provoking all over the show. Yeah. Yeah, she'll provoke from a mark as she moves past, which yeah. is definitely a risk. It is Michaela, though. She does have, um... Lethally high AC. Yeah. Well... Um, and it does risk the Goody Niska's confusion powers are quite... Um, Merely based, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's something to be said for stabbing the bejesus out of her mind. She's doing a nice job on the flank, and as far as we know, he's sneak attackable. He, he certainly appears to just be a normal Tiger Lord man. He's, yeah. And in fact, you will literally see, because um, you've seen Neri in the Terrible Four, he does look tough. He looks, you know, more confident. You don't, You don't know if you'd say he's actually increased in strength enormously um, you think he does look stronger and more confident but not uh, magically so he has not become vastly bulkier or taller or resembles a different man Yeah, his combat skills are pretty good but you'd assume that's Amarg being channeled through him in some fashion. Yeah. Although Nerian himself as the bodyguard to a chief probably wasn't um, it's a, a terrible slouch yeah <laughs> uh, literally um the conception Kaelin would take away from meta-wise, however Kaelin would filter this, is you'd guess he's leveled up a bit since you last saw him. Yeah. But he has done a whole bunch of extraordinary things. So. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, Kaelin, I think, will keep her tail shield up. Yeah. Rather than put it away to get a bonus on her attacks. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And endeavors to stab him twice with her longsword. Yep. Uh, first, the second one of those will go goodbye, and because you are flanking and he is raging, the second one will run him through. Sweet. Twenty-one points of damage to him. Very nice. Amag actually begins to grunt slightly at that one. Yeah, because the thing is, you know, um, Niska's shield other effect means that it's not stabbing her isn't a very effective way of um, yep. killing her. Which is the entire point of it. Yeah, but it is stabbing her is an effective way of killing him, particularly if I'm also stabbing him. All right, and Kaelin will power attack for two with, to negate the flank attack Amag the twice baller. Yep. Test. Uh, his AC is actually quite good, of course. Um, that's a 22 to hit. Uh, yep. Will hit? Yep. Sweet. Good old barbarian. He's I, raging, right? Yeah, I know he's got shitloads of hit points, but. Yeah, his defense is his pile of hit points. Yeah, this was a very poor roll, however, so that is merely, merely 17 yep. points of slashing and some acid. And then I will cleave into Niska. Minus four, um, which will quite certainly hit her because I just rolled a seventeen, yep. which I believe was all eighteen yep. before I had the thirteen and make it thirty. 
And then I will deal her and him another uh, 15 points. Nice. Uh, she is starting to look very lightly wounded. Yeah. As is he, basically. Yeah. You know, he's taken over 100 points of damage at this stage. Yeah, but... yeah. It's, it's going to take a while, but... Um, and then Caelan will swing at him for the second one. Yep. And uh, 30 will quite certainly hit. Yep. And that's a better damage lot. Uh, and 22 points of damage. Mark, yep. Uh, given that you got to cheat and retroactively do a thing, he's going to as well. Yeah, that's uh, fair. When he hits you with a single action, he uses his vital strike. Yeah. Which he has the feet up to do. Can you take another whopping three points of damage? Sure, then. Roll is poor again. Yep. <laughs> this guy is clearly not destined to be our mag twice poor. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think... I, I'm guessing here, but my impression is we got here after she'd started re- the... Re- the transfusion process but before she was done uh, it's also clear that um, more is going on here than just like you, he picks up the sword and goes ha ha now I'm a Yeah. among other things it's very clear that Niska is programming him in some fashion Yeah. like the things you're saying to him he just doesn't even blink at them yeah, yeah, he they're doesn't... so untrue that you yeah. could walk in and say to him you're a giant purple kangaroo and that's about as seriously as he'd take the claim that Niska's lying to him yeah because it's no good have her having an unchecked barbarian warlord running around doing whatever the fuck he pleases. She's got to have him under her control. Yep. And the original and was, as I recall, quite bright. Yeah. Whereas this guy, to be honest, seems a lot dumber. Not necessarily dumber in the sense of what his int score is, but in the sense that I'm not certain the original Nurian, if he was still the, has his original personality, would necessarily just go for whatever Niska says is right. Yeah, quite certainly uh, true. <laughs> Okay, and so that was Caelan? Yep. Ah, Mark. Yep. Niska shouts. Niska, this time, is is starting to get upset by how this fight is going, and she shouts, Amag, aren't you supposed to be the greatest warrior ever born? Kill him! What is a man for if you can't even follow one simple instruction? And Amag glares up at her with his eyes full of burning rage, because he's in the middle of a full-blown battle rage, and she looks back at him, and he just sort of shakes his head, and and blinks a couple of times, and immediately backs down from this, and yes, I am the greatest warrior ever born a mug twice born too great to die, too great to fall, I am Gorham's champion and Orvin Bane is mine you will not claim it from me, half-orc not after Orvin Bane tastes your orcish blood. And then he will burko swing at you. Yep. And he's actually not going to go clever clogs here because your AC is actually reasonably effective. He will just endeavor to waffle you with Orvin Bane. Ooh, I'm going to be pissed off if he doesn't hit you with this. Uh, fuck you, Ramah. <laughs> he's going to miss you on a 28 again. Yep. <laughs> He does get more attacks now that he's full attacking again. He can't roll anything but single digit numbers. I think that's great. Alright. I'm not going to uh, be sad at all. If his last know. attack is a 28 again, which is pretty good for his finishing attack, but yep. of course that does nothing to you. Yep. 
I have studied at the school of Michaela House Moraga and, and I have just had an obnoxiously high AC. Fuck, I yep, I can see why the first the first um the first blade enjoyed that fight so much. It's great when you can hit your own opponent and your opponent can't hit you. Alright, so Armag twice born does nothing. Uh, Zorik does nothing. Yeah. Back to Niska. Niska looks into her bag of spells to see what um, amazing talents she can produce here. It's got to be a spell that makes our bag suck less in melee. Like, re-roll all your d20s. <laughs> well, the thing is, you know, I'm not necessarily, you know, he hits he hits pretty hard, and I haven't found out what his special ability on his sword does, but it's probably really nasty. You know, if he gets a few, if he starts rolling double digits, this fight could swing around very differently. That's why it makes me so happy every roll he floods, because, you know, I need to keep this going for quite a while to beat down his monstrous pile of hit points. Alright. Time she moved, uh, she's going to provoke from you as she moves down the stairs. Sweet. Mm -hmm. Okay, and that is, um... Uh, am I power attacking? Cool, I was. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, so that's a um, minus two. So um, twenty-four to hit. Ain't nothing she can do about it. Yep, and that is uh, except forge the damage off on a mark. That is eighteen points of damage. Uh, eighteen is nine. Nine to a mark. Yep. I'm secretly kind of happy with that. The um, confusion. I can't keep making will saves forever. The confusion power was. Hers is a bit more badass than her girl's, I suspect. Step down to here. She does not bother to activate that again, because yeah. she's going to move action elsewhere and it's not going to do anything of use. Yeah. Um, and no longer um, bothered by anyone, she is going to start casting a spell on Amag, and his wounds, of course, begin to knit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good job, Niska. That's, that's of course, as a negatively aligned cleric, she can't do that all day. Yep. Good, good. He heals 20 hit points. That should make a big difference. Yep. Well, she's 4d8, the highest one is a 3. Well, the thing is that um, now I can't hurt him by hurting her and use my cleave powers, so that is going to reduce my effectiveness. Yep. But to be honest, given how nasty that confusion effect was, I'm not going to step around and try and get her back in. I'm just going to fucking hit him. Alright. Uh, then it is Michaela again. Yep. Uh, Who does have the option to drop the flank, step up to Niska and start kazatting her, but it does have the nasty risk of confusion powers. Yeah, you are using that flank. Yeah, it is, it, it's It's working for both of us. I mean, she's sneak attacking, I'm full attacking, you know, it, it, I'm full attacking and power attacking. It's working pretty well. That's a concentration. Should need a four for that, which is pretty good. But I don't think she wants to mess with this. Uh, she will step back from Amag. Like here? And she looks at Niska. Your shield, no, your puppet there is watered by something. Gorham's own power, I suspect. But somehow I don't think Gorham favours a weak old woman like you, so much as he favours a strong warrior like me. Let's put our magic to the test and see who Gorham's hand is over, and how strong your goddess is. 
compared to mine. Dispel magic! Sweet! Let's get rid of that fucking shield other effect. <laughs> okay, we've got exactly one of these. So it's gonna have to be a goodie. Alright, dispel magic. Uh, Orvin Bane does nothing about this whatsoever. Yeah. Because Orvin Bane gives shit only for the guy waving Orvin Bane around. Yeah. Uh, that is gonna suck. Um, targeted dispel. Yeah, but it's one per spell effect, so even if the first one doesn't work, some of the others may. Unless she's only got one spell on her, but that seems unlikely. Uh, it goes down in order. So. Uh, can you give me a luck check? Uh, 15. Okay, so she will get, fail the one that you just don't particularly get, need to get rid of, which is the resist energy acid. Yeah. Uh, but she will not fail the other one. And protections around Niska seem to sway and disappear for a moment. And Michaela smiles. Ah... Not so tough when you have to fight your own battles, are you? And Niska's eyes go wide. Says, now you can hit her as hard as you want, Caleb. Right. <laughs> right. She spells shield other, and that is all the spell effects Niska has up on her that are... Um... Okay, good to know. Oh, actually, technically, I suppose there's her awesome dagger. Yeah. Uh, which Michaela also dispels but does not get rid of her amazing magic armor. Yeah. Oh no! Beska's awesome plus three dagger will no longer be slashing at you in a way where she needs to roll 20s to hit you. Yeah. Now it will be slashing at you in a way where she needs to roll 20s to hit you. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, now if Kale wants to get into melee with Niska... He will provoke. It is not a five foot step because and, you are, and, um, and I count full attack this correct. round. Yeah. On the other hand, that will let me cleave them both again. Yep. Alright. Kaelin will provoke from Amarg. Okay. Amarg will curse his dice. Uh, demand Gorham send some better <laughs> Yeah. And then we'll waffle you with the attack. There we are. And right. as you go past, uh, he hits you with a... Th- I hope to God he hits you with a 35. Yes, he hits me with a 35. Okay. Orvin Bane slashes into you, jerks, and cuts through. And what you will notice here is that um, there's a certain amount of orc in in the way Kaelin fights. It's just, you've trained in a wide variety of different styles, but the base ones you started in were orcish fighting techniques, where you sort of hard man it and dodge, and you take the blows, but you take them lightly on your side instead of nimbly leaping away, because that's how an orc fights. And Orvin Bane seems to know this, as if it's an Orc Bane weapon. Ow. And it slashes into you. And now we go to school. Yep. I need my extra D6s of Orvin Bane death. Oh, ho, ho, baby. Yep, our mag's upset now. Uh, 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 that is 30 points of damage. Yep. That's Kaelin under half. And then the blade punches through, swings round, and and swings... No, he can't hit Michaela. Yeah. Bugger. She's out of range for his cleave. Sweet. He can do that trick, too. 
On a power? Oh no, the act of opportunity? Every time you hit them. I think. In any case, she's out of range, so it doesn't matter. Yep, okay. And Kaelin is going to regular attack a mark. Um, It may well be when you use the attack action. Yeah. Um, And he is going to power attack for one point, seeing he no longer has the flank. Alright, and pretty confident that will hit. So, uh, 31. it's Amag you're going for? Yes, because I'm going to then cleave Niska. Right, yeah, yeah, follow you. Yeah, because she's, yeah, she's, pr- she's pretty easy to hit, and I do actually need to take Amag and his fucking Orcbane weapon out of the equation as well. I'm not, you know... No, you don't. You can just die. It's all good. <laughs> Alright, so that is, um... So, hang on. So, put lousy four on that, plus nine on that, plus two on that. For a meager 15 damage, as I roll exceptionally poorly. Yep. I have to say, I'm arguing seriously disappointing. Hey, he just took... Uh, I'm, under, I'm under half hit points. Yeah, He's yeah, really, but, really killing but this me. is all he does. Yeah. He just beats you to death with his beating stick of death beating. And um, I will um, hit Niska on the backswing. Yep. Oh! Hey, look at that. That's a crit threat. Mm, fucking me. Um, and I'm going to roll for confirm. Yep. Um, okay, so... She no longer. The last time you tried this, she was, I think, partially immune to crits because yeah. she was made of chaos matter. This yeah. time, she goes down like an old woman. Yeah, and that is a minus one and a minus two. That's twenty-four to confirm the crit. Uh, yes, quite easily. Yeah. Oh, this is going to be a bad round for Michaela to just have dispelled the shield, other. Yeah. Alrighty. Okay, and that's not super great. So let's. Add it up, and then add the other two, and that's only 30 damage. Oh my god. <laughs> oh dear. Uh, Niska staggers back away from the blow as you ram the sword through her. She twists at the last minute so it's not straight through the heart, so much as gashed heavily through the side. She staggers away. Ah, 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 damn you! Damn you! <sighs> Your big burly puppet hits like a tank. But you still don't have the stomach for an honest fight. Doesn't work so well once I know who you are, does it, bitch? Kill him, you fool. Kill him quickly. I will make short work of this one. And I'm Ark. Yep, I'm, I'm worried now. He's gonna eat you, oh. I hope he doesn't hit with these. Fuck. <laughs> I'm happy. Yeah, I'm happy. I can't take too many more of those orky bane stabs. Uh, is the with the orc bane up? The second one is a thirty. That will, will that miss. No, thirty will miss. Thirty-one is what he needs. Uh, and the last one is just going to miss as well. He's doing great with his last attacks. Yeah. It's a shame he can't roll the double digits on his first one. Yeah. Well, if he ever crits me, he's just going to fucking kill me at this point. But. um I get another round, and, you know, Niska doesn't have all that many rounds left. Alright. And she's still... Oh, she can step on, off the stairs now, but... And at this point, you hear Zarek's voice again. You must be ready for a challenge from any angle. And suddenly, from up in the rafters, open up a bunch of hidden panels, and there's a whole bunch of Tiger Lord barbarians shooting arrows at you. Uh, everyone here gets the plus four bonus to their will, because yep. Michaela has to actively shout to you, it's an illusion. Yeah. Uh, actually... No, that's not true. Um, anyone here... Who speaks Orc? 
Uh, no, to be honest, that wouldn't be her first go-to. It would be anyone here who can pass her bluff check with their sense motive. Because right. she can communicate secret messages. Ah, uh, yes. So what she shouts is not, it's an illusion, but something in the neighbourhood of, ah, you know, looks like warriors from the Academy of High Wizardry or something in that neighbourhood. Yeah. And Caelan goes, what? But why would worry? Oh, they're magic. Oh, they must be illusions. Okay, so Caelan... So Caelan gets that message automatically yep. because she's trying to pass it to you. Sweet. Then she makes a bluff check opposed by Niska and Amag. Um, Feral Amag. Ah, Nat 20s. Oh, good for him. Which does not help him because it is not a save or an attack. It's a skill check. Uh, on natural 20, he still does not... Oddly enough, Goody Niska hasn't given him a lot of ranks in sense motive while reprogramming him, so yeah. he fails that. Uh, Niska, on the other hand, will pass that, because she's fucking catty, it seems. Yeah, yeah, it has to be one of her best things. Uh, so, plus fours to everyone except Dunlarg. Yep. So, Kayla... Uh, sees it through automatically, which is good, because she was failing. Uh, Amarg passes that on his own merits... And this can even with the plus four fails. Well, that's nice. Um, Kaylin got a twenty-five. Okay, uh, Kaylin, ready. You, you. What you do with this is you look at them and you see them flickering slightly, and you don't see what you're used to the sort of warrior's draw of the arrow coming out of the quiver and into the bow. They just sort of have them knocked instantly and then release them instantly with no tension and no draw. There are several things wrong that a warrior like you notice. And as a consequence, you don't brace yourself for the shot at all. The arrows hit you and just pass through you, doing Excellent. nothing. Uh, Niska, on the other hand, being inherently afraid of big burly men, yep. uh, winces, flickers, and ducks to each side. Yep. Takes some more damage. Takes another nine points of damage. Sweet. <laughs> she is not looking great. Yep. <laughs> and it is her. Okay, well... It's time to do the thing you always do and save yourself. Gee, you could you could really work on helping our mag with a bunch of different things, or... Yep, here uh, we go. and the, the inevitable betrayal kicks in. She will, as a move action, activate her, um, her Gairona power again. Crap. And, yeah, because why would well, she? Of course she would, it's perfectly sensible. And you hear a bunch of women's voices, and these ones... A distant to Kaylin. These are women you have heard before, but but who are they? Who are they? Oh, they're all the women you hanged for being cultists of Gairona. Ah, yes. You know who all uh, to varying degrees pled innocence or swore vengeance or somewhere in between. Yeah, several of them pled innocence, and what you hear is them screaming. You know, it was a witch hunt. We were innocent. Why did you do this to us? We'd done nothing. I was just caught up with them. You let Svetlana go because you liked her, because she was beautiful. That's all you care about. You didn't care about our lives. And can you make me another will save? I like this effect. It's fun. There we go, and that's a 29. On the other hand, I think Kaylin was pretty on board with hanging everyone what he hung. So. Yeah, yeah, no, the young... Um, as Kaelin listens to this Kaelin will actually look at Niska the human mercenaries murdered everyone I'd ever known in front of me when I was 12 years old and I wasn't sorry and I wasn't sorry to see those bitches hang either you're a sick warmonger 
satisfied only with death like so many other men and you sort of hear this faint from Zorak in the background like why do I have to put up with this shit yeah uh, and having activated that, Niska will cast defensively again, which she will succeed on handsomely, and of course, she was herself. Yes. Top priority. Uh, this one you actually, well, roll averagely on. Mm-hmm. Huzzah. Uh, on the other hand, 25 hit points goes a lot further when it's her. So. Yep. And she looks generally a lot healthier. Yep. And then it is Michaela. Yes. Uh, so Michaela has used her clipper trick, really. Uh, she can come flank with, um, come flank a mug again, um, stay out of Niska's melee range and keep brutally stabbing him, or she can do something else clever if she's got something else clever up her sleeve. I don't think she's got a lot else clever. She could, um, come round the side and flank Niska and, um, inflict, and start inflicting her. Mm, that is kind of tempting. Uh, can she do it without getting waffled by a mug? Uh, she's not in melee with him. He doesn't got reach, or at least you haven't mentioned that he's got no, reach. No, he has not got reach. He has perfect. 5, 15. I think it's a little far. Uh, 5, 15, 25. Yeah, no problem. She's got boots oh, she's striding got boots. clinging on, so, so she has a movement speed of 30 foot. Yeah, and uh, we all know who we really want to kill in this fight. <laughs> so she moves around this cat and... Honestly, she's actually pretty happy with just longsorting her. Yeah. Save the spells. Uh, given where you are... Mm, no, she can't really afford to be waffled by a mag, so she's not going to put the tower shield away. Yeah. Because I think that's just inviting him to come in. Uh, because he can, he can move over here. She yeah. will take a poke at Niska with her longsword. Yeah. Uh, of course she will hit. Yeah, I mean, the thing is she doesn't need to put the tower shield away. <laughs> no, but he, her, her range is not as good as yours. She yeah. can definitely miss this curve. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, dear. <laughs> 12, 17, 25 doesn't look so good uh, uh, now. And... She moves around and she says to her, I have to commend you. You were very good at the game. Perhaps one of the best I've ever seen. I knew there was something wrong with you. I just never quite knew how wrong. Of course, the problem is, I play a long game and you, you always play a short game. You're always thinking about what's happening in front of you. Not just, you know, half an inch to your right, and Niska's eyes dart right, and then Michaela stabs her in the left side with a long sword, yeah. and deals her 28 points of damage. <laughs> uh, knocking her back up. And Niska looks pretty horrible, it must be said. Yep. And then, why then it is Kaelin's turn. <laughs> and Kaelin will again, because it is really, frankly, working for him, power attack a mark for one point, and then try and hit Niska on the backswing. By all means. But as he did not move this round, he gets to pull it back. You're enjoying your cleave powers, aren't you? I am enjoying my cleave powers. They're fucking great. Okay, so that is poor, which may cause me some problems, but a mark is very thoughtful. Right! That's uh, 22, which I yep. believe will do it. Yep. Alright, and... Nine plus two plus eight. Uh, Nineteen points of damage. I know I'm very slowly wearing him down, but... 
He he is actually looking injured here. Yeah. He has several bruises, cuts, things yeah. all over him. He's just nowhere near the point of death. Yeah. And um, then on the backswing... Don't worry, goody SK. Your AC will keep you alive. It hasn't been dispelled yet. Yep. Uh, yep, that's a, that's a 29. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, so, to damage, we... That was the hit, just to be clear. Yeah, yeah. Um, Alright, I can't do... Tw- Alright, so that's 11 plus 6. Uh, 17. Yeah, okay. This isn't harder than last time. Is that what you're saying to us? Yeah. <laughs> Alright. And as Niska is turning around from Michaela, you walk her in the side with Gatekeeper and sort of slash up, twisting under her arm. She tries to twist at the last minute so it's not a lethal blow across the chest. But she falls down. Ah, 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 no! Ah, ah, no, you... Falls down lying on the ground and begins bleeding out. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, of course, has to remain co- conscious long enough to have, you know, parting words. Naturally. Because there are still rules, mortal. Yeah, but she's incapable of, of acting unless she's got dire. So you can have dying words off her now, or you can leave her dying on the ground and have dying words off her later as you please. Um, I'm content. I'm not going to keep stabbing her as she's bleeding out. I'm going to let her bleed out so she can have dying words. And one assumes you have no compelling interest in saving her for anything. Oh, Lord, no. Um, I mean, it gives Armag the opportunity to stabilise yeah, her. Regardless of whether she has dying words or not, she is in the dying condition, not the dead condition. Yeah. So Armag can till, still totally stabilise her with his mad stabilising skills. Only, of course, he can't take a whole bunch of actions because he's raging. Ah, and yes. also, um, yeah. His medical capacity is probably not unlike mine. Well, guess what? He's chaotic evil. Yeah. Like, you know... <laughs> Uh, and then it is Amarg, isn't it? Yep. Mm-hmm. Who is, you know, not, don't get me wrong, still a hideous threat. Ka- Kaelin is, is quite badly hurt at this point. So he sort of glances down at Niska's dying form, nods slightly, and just completely no sells this. Gives no shits of yep. any kind. <laughs> and he looks at you. Pity. The witch was useful. And she brought pretty young witches with her. Still, when I have your lands to ravish, to ravage, your fields to burn, your wives to widow, I'm sure Stagthorn will provide me with ample entertainment as I use it for a base for my next conquest. And he completely no-sells goodiness because the F then goes back to waffling on you with the great sword. He will, however, five-foot step towards the pillar. This way? Yep. Yep. So now he is in cleave range again. Yep. And fucks yes, uh, waffles you for forty on that one. Yep, that will quite certainly hit, and this is going to be ugly. Yeah, that's better than average. That is thirty-three points of damage. Yep, and Kalen is still up. Just is he up because he has die hard? No, he has seven glorious hit points from hanging. Thank you very much. Good for him. Um, I cleaves into Michaela. Yep. And then he can, I know, and then he can make a second attack on Kayla. Uh, uh, yeah, I think... 
Yes, it's hit, hitting with exactly the same one. So he will cleave into Michaela. Yep. Uh, her DR magic is effortlessly supplanted by Orphan Bane. Yeah. Of course, magic. And lucky, she's an orc too. Yeah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> However, she's an orc that you can't roll good damage against. Uh, that is a mega 22. And that is the first damage she has taken. Yeah. Which is just as well, because I'm not saying she's going to have to carry the fight from here, but Caitlin's on seven hit points. So. Uh, then he waffles you with the second attack. Yep. And I won't roll this third, because there's cleaving involved. Uh, definitely misses with that. Sweet. Uh, and once again, his third attack is fucking amazing at 28. Yeah. But... Yeah, fuck, that, that Shield of Faith was the best um, 300 gold, 3 or 500 gold, or whatever it was I ever spent. I think it's pretty substantive. You're drinking like a 900 gold potion there, on the other hand. Yeah, look at this fucking battle, man. And as he swings Orvin Bane into Michaela, and she staggers back away from it, <sighs> howling in pain as it bites deeply into her niscus of lying on the ground, bleeding out, looks up at her, her face twists for a moment as she looks at this and realizes, ah, an orc, all that time, no wonder you hid behind the veil, everyone's going to know, everyone. Huh? Uh, Zarek has done his tricks. Niska lies on the ground and bleeds to death some more. Yep, it's a um, it's a slight. Uh, I will actually track her because yeah. it does matter. She does not stabilize. Yeah, the um, it is a, in Kaelin's current dire peril. It is a sight that provides him with some entertainment. All right, and Kaelin is going to have to provoke if he wants to move back. Uh, it is Michaela. Oh, it's Michaela. Yep. Um, who will look over at Kaelin and see that he is dying horribly. Uh, and realizes how badly she's starting to bleed. Looks at Amag, looks at Niska, then looks at you. You really don't give one single damn about her, do you? Amag just sort of shrugs. She is, she is a part of my army, here to serve me. Yeah. That's the thing when you're a real leader. You serve them, but they serve you as well. And that means you go the extra mile. And she will endeavour to move past him and provokes. Wow. Also, Class. Uh, she can go straight through Niska. There's nothing preventing her doing this. And in fact, she deliberately wants to use up his attack of opportunity, so she'll move to there. I think yep. is the best position she's going to get on this, because she doesn't yep. want all the stairs. Yeah, she's going to be provoking with steps everywhere. Uh, technically, at the distance she's moving, she will endeavour to make a tumble check, which she is highly unlikely to succeed at. Uh, and she only misses that by one point. AC is pretty good, but she can't take a lot more hits. Yeah, she's still got a few fate points. Yeah, she can use the D6. Okay, she succeeds. Yeah. Yeah, we, we need to... Succeed. Tumbles with a tower shield at full flight. Yeah. Using those breaks and tumbles. Wow, class. Um, and then she will jab you with her best curing spell casting. Uh, doesn't bother casting defensively on this. Has assessed that he doesn't have combat reflexes. Yeah. 
draws the provoke as she moves. Uh, does she, given that she's tumbling? Oh, yeah, true, true. She's deliberately not drawing the provoke as she moves. No, that's the thing. She yeah. actually wants to provoke from him, so, so he Okay, so she doesn't spend the thing. Yeah, so she will. he will take a swing at her. Yeah, because then she she doesn't get. She doesn't have to worry about casting defensively. Yeah. Uh, and. He is going to just hit her with his walking bane powers. Oh, crap. Walking bane, so they have the sword. 20. Uh, that will certainly not drop her. She's still okay. Yep. Ish. Uh, casts, doesn't worry about provoking. Yep. And ooh, that's going to be pretty good. 14. Uh, have 25 hit points back. Sweet. That is definitely a help. Yeah, unfortunately she dropped um, one of the Cura Seriouses in the previous fight, and that was the first shot she threw at Armag, was yep. the flick Serious Wounds. Yep. <laughs> Which of course did nothing to him because Orvin Bane is spellcast as Bane. Yeah. Uh, that is Michaela. You're up. Yep. Um. You can five foot step behind her if you want to move away from him. Yeah. Um. Or I could move. Um. No, I need my move action. He's got no um, attack opportunity left anyway, so... Yeah, yeah. Go with it, thou please. Yeah, what I'm trying to... I'm thinking about drawing and drinking my potion. Yep. Nothing um, you can do about it. Um, and yeah, um, I think I am going to... I can five foot... Can I five foot and yep. draw and drink a potion? Absolutely. Yeah. Alright, I'm going to step off the stairs... Thanks, Michaela. We need to we need to play the long game here. I need to hold out a few more rounds, and I need to hold out a little longer. And Michaela will draw and drink a potion of cure serious wounds, and add another three d eight plus five to his hit points, and prevent Omar from hitting both of them, hitting both of us with his next attack. Uh, that doesn't actually stop him doing. No, true. But I can't move that, that far and draw and drink the potion. No. And I want the potion. So that is another... Another 19 hit points back. Yep. And I'm back over half. Potions and healing. A true warrior waits until battle is done before such a thing. If you cannot stand before my might, then you will fall before it. But you are my enemies. All of my enemies will fall forever and ever and ever. And he seems to just lose himself for a moment in a brief trance as he stares up at the sword. Yes. Each of them will die slowly at the hands of this blade. It is inevitable. And he will five foot step in to where he can cleave you both. Yep. So, yoink. Yep. And walk cannon with the blade. Uh, hoo hoo. Fuck me. Uh, that's a crit threat. Crap. Hmm? Natural one on the confirmation. Good. So hits you. Yep. That'll be bad, but I can at least take one. 
I think you can take that one. Uh, that's four on the 4d6 that he's rolling. Uh, uh, Fourteen. Okay, yeah, that... Uh, but the truth is, you're doing such hofty damage, this is getting pretty ugly. Alright, seven. Crit Fritz Michaela on the cleave. Thirty-one fails to confirm that. Good girl. She ducks behind her tower shield as he just smashes into it with brute force, bowls it to one side, and then smashes the blow into her. No, she goes to disabled. She is on zero hit points. And then he will endeavor to hit you again? Yep. No. Once again, his third superior attack misses you. Yep, and I'm really happy about that, because this is getting ugly. Yeah, this is why I said, you could bring Tristan to this. Where's his AC? Well, at 8.30. Yep, Mm -hmm. And well, I'm wishing Michaela's AC was higher, and I don't do that very often. Zorak, <laughs> uh, um, you hear his voice in the back of the room. Good warriors do battle with swords and weapons as they're meant to. Let the witch fall. Uh, and you can make me... Uh, I will buy a sense motive with your boss attack here. Okay. Uh, that is... Um, uh, 19. So I roll extremely poorly. Kill the boss to herself. Ah. He doesn't like... Spells wants it to be settled like warriors. Uh, nothing happens this round, despite the fact that it's time for it to do so. And the distinction that Michaela is endeavouring to impart to you is that this is the first round that's gone by where nobody's cast any offensive spells. There's right. been healing magic happening, but Zarek apparently doesn't, doesn't care. care. Because Nisk is down, there's no longer anyone casting attack spells of any kind. Sweet. And so Zarek is quite happy to just stand here and let you, t- you, yeah. let you guys Dude. slung it out for eternity. Yeah. It's sure not going to be eternity. We're either going... How bad does Amag look? Uh... Niska healed him. He's taken most of that back again. He doesn't look like he's about to fall over imminently. A couple of really hard shots might drop him. Yeah, but it's still a ways. Yeah, I'm not certain we can take him at this point. I'm not prepared to say you can't take him in one round, because it totally depends on how you end up going. Yeah. Uh, so, Niska passes. Uh, Niska tries to stabilize? Yeah. yeah. Uh, bleeds some more. Yep. And then it is Michaela again. Yep. Uh, being disabled makes her choices very simple. Yep. She will cast defensively on herself. Yep. Uh, succeeds. Yep. And gains 21 hit points back again. Sweet. Literally only one thing in her tool. She's in the name of that which lies, the fa- lies beyond the veil. Your servant is not done yet. Help me face this brute. You're up, Chief. Okay. 
No flanks for you, unless you want to go sprinting around. And no, but I will... Um, hard to argue with. Five foot. And then... Um, when you get the chance, draw on all the... D- bring in all the defence you've got. We can't let him keep taking us like this. No, 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 I'm looking. You're a damn good... You're a damn good foe. But the last, the last fellow who tried to take my kingdom was a thousand-year-old old, old, old giant lich. You ain't a giant lich. The thing is, I don't want to fall today, but with the witch dying, if I do, my kingdom will take you to bloody cleaners. <laughs> and Kaelin will one-point power attack just go. Yep. Just um, cause... No, two-point power attack, because he's not he's relatively easy to hit. Yep, he is relatively easy to hit. He's still raging away. Ooh, and Kaelin will crit threat. Yep, he is quite definitely critical. And you know what? Yep. Um, it's not at all applicable, because I'm totally going to overcome this problem with physical means. <laughs> spin the joke to confirm your crit. I do spin the joke to confirm my crit. Okay. Uh, and we will... He is not immune to acid damage, because good old Niski didn't protect her allies against herself. And of course... Her allies have no loyalty to her. The fucking mind control obviously didn't pay off that well. Just retrieved my damn dice. Yeah. Uh, your acid damage does not get doubled, so yeah. roll that separately. Your power attack weapon does. Yep. Alright, so this is... This probably won't take him down, but it's a damn good start. Um, I don't know. A, a great sword is, a bastard sword is pretty hard. Yeah, it's just um, I rolled poorly... So five plus nine plus another four for power attack uh, times two plus four uh, forty points of great sword damage. So as you you talk about Vordekai and this lich and swing the blade at Amag and he catches your blade with his and you're doing that push back and forth as you glare into each other's eyes. A lich is strong enough to cheat death, but he is no warrior. I am the champion of Gorum, Amag twice born. And Amag twice born shall never... And that's when Michaela kicks him in the back of the kneecap. (laughs) He staggers to one knee and you swing Gatekeeper into his neck you actually cleave into his neck. The blow is, however, not enough to drop him. He drops to zero hit points, but is still functioning. Okay. You So you literally swing a decapitating strike at him, and the brute muscles in his neck force your blow back, and you cut a savage blow into the side of his neck, but do not decapitate him. And then I roll my second like attack. Like I said, a couple of good shots. Yep, and then I roll my second attack. Okay, and this one is for all the barbels at a minus two because of the power attack. Does a 21 hit him? Uh, rah, rah, rah. I'm going to add this one up accurately. Yeah, yeah, this is... Because I never hit him with that lower number before, but I don't know that it won't work. Orban Bane's clever trickage. Yes, yes it does. That meets his AC. Oh, good. And that... My friends, is another twenty-one damage. I'm sure it wouldn't surprise you to learn that he has die hard as well. I'm sure he does. So you, <laughs> but does he have negative? Can he take another twenty-one hit points from disable? 
And for a moment, he brings Orvin Bane up to push your blow away again. He is trying to push Gatekeeper out from the rent in his neck. And you just, with nothing but brute power and a warrior's firm stance, plant your feet and push push it back again. Orvin Bane slides in front of his face. Off comes the head. It tumbles across the ground. And Orvin Bane falls, like, point up in the ground, just sitting there. And Amag, his eyes go wide. And to be honest, I think Amag, twice born, will never as good an out X and Y as he's going to get. So his head rolls across the ground. And Amag, twice born, falls. Caleb will look down at the body and say, in dwarvish and not quite his usual accent, everybody dies. Alright, and then over in the corner you can hear gurgling and spitting noises from Niska, who is very definitively not dead. Yeah. And you and Michaela walk over towards her? Yeah, and I think we'll have that and have that scene. Man. She looks up at you, bubbling with blood, and she says, You think you've won here? Just like a man, you think your sword will fix everything. (laughs) I've left a little surprise for you at home. (laughs) Good luck finding it. Stagthorn will still be ruined. You're not rid of me yet. It's never over between us, Galen Thorn. Never! Never, 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 never. And, um, Caitlin brings up Gatekeeper. If you come back, I'll bloody kill you again. (laughs) Straight through the chest. Straight through the head. He cuts cuts her head off. Again. And there is a as all the torches go out the moment you do this. Um, as you are alone in darkness, hearing this echoing voice, never, 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 as from your vision. Yes, yes, um, I do. I did think that was going to be. You pretty much figured that was Nesker, and yeah. you're dead right. And then, phew, the torches come back up. They flare dramatically with light, and then settle back down to a normal level. And the doors at both ends of the room open wide. Zorek steps in through the entry door and offers you no challenge or anything of the sort. He merely stands there. And Caitlin will look over at him. You fight hard. Victory is yours this day, Caelan, King of Stackthorn. Yeah, will bow. It will actually bow somewhat in respect. Aye. The trial grounds are open to you now. Go or stay at your pleasure. I like this place. It's a worthy. Fi- it's been a worthy fight for a warrior. You both have warriors' hearts, but there is only one orphan bane. He looks between you. Which will lead and which will follow? Or will one of you have to die to settle this? 
<laughs> and Michaela just looks it's his <laughs> I and Kaelin will move forward Zorak nods seems to accept this and um, she's the gatekeeper yep and look warily at Orvenbane for a moment alright yeah, it must be said there's also a shitload of um, magical crap beyond yep uh, so if you and you put your hands on Orvenbane pull it out like it's stuck embedded in the stone you yep. pull it out with ease you're ridiculously stronger than you need to be for that and it feels like a really high quality greatsword it must be said uh, it's a big it should be a big heavy weapon at 12 pounds it doesn't appear to be made of anything remarkable in fact when you look over it it has a bunch of obvious runic symbols in it that seem to swell and change slightly as you watch them um, you don't know what any of these say because you can't read the the giant but you know what they feel like to you they feel like war and battle and conflict you are holding Orvin Bay, the enemy of all enemies. And it feels like a good, strong warrior's sword here. Better than the ones you have. Um, it appears to just be basic iron. It's actually chipped in a couple of places. Like, this is a blade that has seen a lot of battle, but it feels strong and well-forged. This is not a blade that will give out on you lightly. Mm-hmm. So it... Mm-hmm. All right. And do you want to proceed on with this? Yeah, I think at this point, um, I want to take Nisca's body with us when we go. Yep. Zorak makes no effort to impede you. And um, I think on the whole, I would like... No, and I don't want to take a Marg the Twiceborn or um, whatever his name is. Uh, uh, One thing does happen as you pick the sword up. The sword itself doesn't jump out or bite you or anything of that sort. Cool. But as you pick it up, and I imagine Kalen sort of swirls it round a couple of times, yeah. lofts it over your head and sheaths it, or something in that name, you've got to have the dramatic twirling mode. Yeah, yeah, Kalen has it. Kalen tries it out. It's instinctive. And Zarek spins his spear around and plants the wooden end into the, into the stone and iron. And as he does so, there is a thundering, deafening bang and he bellows at the top of his voice, Caelan, Caelan Thorn, King of Stagthorn, claims Orvin Bane for his own. Let his enemies beware. <laughs> and this echoes around the room and down the corridors and down the other corridor, well, well, well beyond the projection of what an old man should be able to make, even one as strong as this. And you can hear behind him that deep-throated bellow that challenged you when you first opened this place. The god of war acknowledges your claim. Okay. Alright. And then you want to loot the place. Oh, yeah. Like a true adventurer. Like a true warrior. That's what a warrior would do. I am a warrior. That's what I want to do. It's hard to argue with. Okay, so have you got a treasure list in front of you? I have, in fact, got a treasure list, and I have inscribed on it Orvin Bane. Yeah, so unsurprisingly, you have it. you have Orvin Bane. Uh, yeah. You already blatantly know this is an artifact. Yeah. Uh, moreover, um, you've done enough legend laws on it and just seen its power. Yeah. Uh, that the blade itself, when you when you whirl it round you feel like it is made to fit your hand exactly 
and it's not that the sword is talking to you per se it doesn't say you know my powers are blah blah and blah it's merely that you can feel the depth of power within it uh, it is a plus three great sword oh I like this sling I shouldn't but I do um, you know that it is a spell it, it is the enemy of spellcasters uh, it automatically casts dispel magic against any attacks directly targeted on you wow uh, in, in fact any offensive effects that are targeted that are hitting you period so if yeah. someone fireballs an area and you are in it it will dispel the entire fireball yeah that's what happened to Michaela she tried yeah. to poke him and got yeah. Orvin Bane itself takes a free action to yeah. dispel it uh, same thing for freedom of movement if somebody endeavours to trap you with a magical effect, it does the same. Yeah. Of course, you, you support that anyway. Yeah. Uh, and the other one, you have seen it do this, is as a move action, you can make it a Bane weapon of whatever. Um, however, you saw Armag needed to do this first. You need to hit something. Yeah. Put its blood on the blade and set it to that. Yeah. So Orvin Bane is at present an Orc Bane weapon because yeah. that's the last thing it was set to. Yeah. Um, if you want to, you could trivially reset it to a human Bane weapon because yeah. you just whacked a couple of humans with it. Yeah. But, for example, if you wanted it to be a plant Bane greatsword, then you'd need to go find a plant, stab yeah. it, and then activate that power. Yeah. So it's a variable Bane plus three greatsword. Yeah. And you, of course, already have a great sword sheet, so convenience. Then there's a bunch of other stuff. Yeah, what Kalen will actually do is effectively put the adamantine great sword in its in its in his pack, yep. and then he has two great swords: gatekeeper and you know orphan bay. Great gatekeeper's a bastard sword. Ah, oh, yes, orphan bay's a great sword, a proper. Yeah, well, the, so is the adamantine one. Yeah. So. And Kalen says, "Well, if we can come or go as we please, then." We should do as Gorham would want, take the prizes of battle with us. Aye. And she looks down over our mug and detect magic. Guess what? Uh, he's got magic breastplate on. Cool. I'm going to um, need a fresh treasure sheet. No problem. I'm going to need a bigger treasure sheet. Uh, Niska as you guessed um, don't bother writing these down you'll find the same effects as you found with the other guys yeah she has a magic dagger and magic breastplate but it's a temporary you, you take them effect. away in fact her dagger is no longer magical yeah because it got dispelled yeah. her breastplate still is I imagine Kaylin probably takes it on the basis that it might be super awesome and magically but don't bother writing it down on yeah. your treasure sheet because it ain't yeah it's just great magic vestment. So I'm just going to transfer the stuff I have here. Okay, Amag's got a magic breastplate. Yep. Uh, he also has a magic battle axe. Uh, sorry, magic great axe. Magic great axe. That he never actually used. Yeah, yeah, but he's um, got, got one in the picture. This you have seen before. Uh, Nerian actually had this weapon. Yeah. You know, this is presumably Nerian's previous weapon. magical yeah. weapon that he's discarded entirely in favour of Orban Bane. Uh... He has an amulet that is magical. Okay. He has a belt that is magical. Magic belt. He has a ring that is magical. Magic ring. Uh, Goody Niska 
uh, magic armor, magic dagger. Um, she, her holy symbol of Gyrona, that is literally appears to be like an eye the size of a large marble that is built into a breastplate, is magical separately of the breastplate. Yeah. So she has a magic unholy symbol of Gyrona. Yep. Which I'm sure you desperately want to sell. Mm-hmm. The fat loot, yo. Um, well, you know, I may want to do something about it. She has on a magic paraft. Yep. And she has on a magic cloak. Cool. Uh, when Michaela starts dashing this around um, when the back two doors open in the room she gets some magic coming from in there she says, there's, a, there's more magic in there um, and when you wander into there there is a massive raised dais in there there is a big coffin made of black obsidian like metal rather than stone um, that is opened it has no top whatsoever and there are the bones of a tiger lord, presumably a tiger lord barbarian, lying in there. His hands are set like this to grip a sword going across his chest, but of course there is no sword there anymore. Um, however, he is dressed in magical armor. Um, I don't know if I want to take that. And there are writings on this in giant. Okay. Um, could I get Michaela to drink her potion of comprehend languages and work out what it says? Yeah, sure, good. Uh, still... Yep, she has a scroll of comprehend languages that she will cast. Yep. Um, Here lies a mag, dead but not defeated. Then underneath it reads. Orphan Bane, so name the sword. Aye. I don't know if I think I'm... this is the original Armag's body. Aye. I'm not... Certain... And it's the entire Yeah. Poem. I'm sure his armour would be valuable in that. I'm not certain if I want to take it. It's armour and shield are both magical. Yeah. It's, um... Why does he have a shield? He uses a great sword. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, maybe it's a backup thing for when you change his weapons. It's a shield covered in di- covered in what appear to be dire tiger carvings. That sound kind of awesome. And then Michaela looks around the room with her true seeing on, which will just totally justify the amount you spent on that scroll at this point. Huh. Well, that's interesting. Yeah, Ellen looks at her, gestures in his eyes. Just, just wait there a moment. Uh, she turns around, she walks through the wall, disappears from your point of view altogether, and comes back with her arms encrusted in gems and gold, just falling out from side to side, and just pulls all over the floor in front of you. There's an illusion back there. It's hiding our mug's hoard. I can see straight through it. All right. This I'm... might take me several trips. All right. <laughs> That, that'll take. <laughs> dig, 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 dig. Okay, what she comes back with... I'm going to need a calculator for this. Yeah, by all means. Have a calculator work but out. Michaela, with her 20 streak, literally does about 15, five or six trips to come back yeah. with all this crap. Because it is not... Um, 
Yeah, Caitlin may actually just give her her bag of holding and she can just start pouring the stuff into the bag. Uh, What she tells you, you actually can't perceive this. Uh, You can make me a will save if you go over and start poking at this wall. It's a reasonably high one. Uh, 17. Uh, and you... Sorry, 20, 27. Do I get a plus 4 bonus? Cause I know yes, because Michaela tells you it's an illusion. Okay, sure. um, 31 then. Okay, so you pass 30. So when you actually go over and poke at this wall, you too can get past it. Yeah. Uh, what is on the other side is a much simpler display. Uh, this also has a body in it, a skeleton who is posed holding the non-existent sword. Um... And piled around that, there's no coffin for it. There's just this massive hoard of treasure, a ring of gold and gems and things all around it. This is our mug, baby. Weird. <laughs> Alright. She looks at uh, one could be a deception to ward off tomb robbers and that sort of thing, I suppose. Or since our mind twice born will never die, I suppose it's possible this is the second Amarg, one that came after. She shrugs. This has, a- this has no inscriptions to read. I, I don't know. We can ask Tristram. However, what I am interested in is this giant pile of money. I I I, I feel that can brighten our day. All right. So the vast majority of this is in platinum pieces. Sweet. Like, literally, it's what you'd expect of when you see a hoard of gold and there's 50 silver pieces thrown in. It's that, but it's a hoard of platinum with 50 gold gold coins thrown in. So I'm just going to work out how much gold you've got here. Okay. Uh, There is a meager 20,000 gold worth of platinum here. Okay. Um, I'm okay with that. Then a diamond as big as your head. Okay. Uh, Tristan can start appraising things for you at some point. Assuming I'm going... I'm kind of assuming, you know, whatever crisis may be occurring... I sort of assume you're going to haul off these giant diamonds. Oh, yeah, I I like diamonds as big as my head. Well, his guess would be that one's worth about 5,000 gold. Wow. Uh, That lovely fire opal there is probably worth about 800. Nice. These three violet garnets, 500 apiece... Uh, this crown that's made of that that is made of some sort of sky metal uh, with a blue star sapphire in it. Ooh. He says, "Yeah, that that's got to be worth about two five. And what appears to be a matching set, both in blood red, of a ruby encrusted armband and a ruby encrusted gold necklace. Uh, sold together as a set because why wouldn't you? He puts that at about fifteen hundred. Nice. And then there's all the magic things. Yes. Tell me about the magic things. So magic belt. Yep. And you may want to put Armag's hoard. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Armag. Yes, that's extremely relevant distinction. Magic bag. Magic horseshoes. Interesting. Uh, this one you definitely know. A necklace of fireballs. Ah, a necklace of fireballs. Of some type. I can join it to my existing necklace of fireballs. Actually, honestly, you've probably seen enough of these. Uh, you can give me a intelligence, I think, check for this. Uh, 
20. Okay, yeah, you don't know what type yeah, you yeah, have. No, I, don't, yeah, I, I don't want to fish, fish around with them too much. A magic pearl? You have one of these restorative ointments already, I believe, so this is another one. And, um, yes, I've got um, five charges of restoration ointment. Yep. So if you tell me how many charges I can... Um, it's a, a dose, singular. One charge. Sweet. A magic ring? Magic ring. And a magic wand. I like tr- treasure hoards. I'm a fan. And yeah, that's that's what you find in here. Yep. Amag has um, the first Amag's body has magic armor and magic shield. If you want them as well. Yeah. Um, given that we're taking all this other stuff from around his body, yeah, I think so. Zorek just kind of stands there and watches you loot the place, silly. And there's no real judgment in his eyes or impatience or any of the sort. He yeah. just kind of completely impassively watches this. Okay, so it's probably coming to the um, end of our session point. Yeah, we're certainly getting closer to that, yeah. Okay, so uh, I will just move towards the next, vaguely move towards the next interesting bit then. Yep, so um, we loot we loot the room. You loot the room. We, um, Kaelin doesn't even attempt to remove the symbol of Gorona from Niski because he doesn't want to touch that. Yep. But he will take her body and head separately just you know with him yep in the bag of holding yeah <laughs> um, so uh, then I'm probably just going to ask you this one as a player uh, there's still stuff to happen in here um, and there's still stuff and as Goody Niska said, there's a surprise in Stagthorn. Yeah. Uh, at which point, to follow that, that's happening simultaneous to this. But, yeah. Um, we will then be cutting away back to Stagthorn, at which point we'll be seeing what's happening with Svetlana. Yeah. Um, so it's your choice which one of those two ends you want to pick up first. They're happening simultaneously, obviously, we'll play them out separately. Yeah. So I think um, this is the Svetlana one strikes me as a more dramatic um, conclusion for the session potentially. Um, uh, either one will do. Okay. Um, whichever one you prefer, I'm fine with. Okay, let's take this one then. All right. So you have looted the room pretty thoroughly. Yep, and we are sort of moving to towards departing. Yep, you move towards Zarek at the start of the room. Um, he looks at you again. Um, he's openly said to you, you have free run of the trial grounds. And as you look out beyond him, um, this area just seems to be completely open now. There's no fog, illusions... Weird crap, webs, weird crap crawling all over it. The place is almost completely dead and silent now. And again, it's a silence that Kaylin knows well. It's the silence of a battlefield after the fight is well over. So, he stands before you, and then as you move towards him, he simply stands to one side, steps out of your way, brings the spear down and clacks it off the ground again, standing to attention towards you. And Kaelin will salute him with his sword, yep. and specifically he will salute him with Orvinbay. And he allows you to pass. We see Kaelin sweep out of the room. Yes. And then, 
as you have said, you are happy to cut through a few uninteresting bits where you fight random crap in Dreyliv's kingdom and that. Um, yeah, we... The other option we could do is word of recall straight home. Um, but... Yep, no, we, we are... Yep, we are happy. Uh, so you've, you've said that you're happy for me to skip crap encounters, so yep. that's exactly what I'm going to do. Yeah. So we cut back to Kalen in his throne room in Elk's Rest. Um... You are sitting upon it, sort of Orvin Bane, not prob- probably out of its sheath, you know, leaning against it as you're sitting there in classic pose with feet over the edge of the throne room, looking the epitome of a king. The golden armor that you had, of course, is gone um, because you don't need that crap anymore. You have better things now. And let me tell you about what's happened in the last five years. Okay. So. Here's your backstory. Yep. Which I will read for the benefit of people who can't see the piece of paper I'm waving, then I will pass to you for your edification. Voice of the editor here. And this is about the point that I took the liberty of handing Kalen his new character sheet, in which he is an 18th level character, Bard 1 slash Fighter 7 slash Barbarian 10, getting rid of those useless, cloggy, Knight of Thorns, Paladin-esque levels in favour of more Barbarians. This new 18th level Kalen, of course, carries Orvin Bane as his primary weapon and has added a bunch more hit points and base attack and everything else, but retains most of Kalen's skills. He's added several ranks in Profession Conqueror and changed around a few of his feats. Then Kalen's player Helen was also given his new backstory of what had happened in the last five years. So, it's five years later. Uh, defeating Fort Drelev was, of course, easy. Uh, you walked out of the trial grounds, Orvin Bane in your hand, and seized command of the army of Tiger Lords that had already crushed his city. You swept through his defences, you killed Hannes Drelev and his family with ease. Uh, nothing could stand against you. Granting Gregory mercy once only gave him an, uh, another opportunity to weave his foul words against you. So he died like a coward should this time. Quintessa Murray, on the other hand, was too visually inviting to break faith with and so she's adjusted quite well to a new position as your court dancer Um, peace is restored to Stagthorn and your glorious reign can continue it went wrong when your brother died Tristan swore to you that he had incredibly important information to impart about Orvin Bane so you left him to his divinations and then he was found murdered the assassins, of course, must have been sent by Pytax. So you declared war on them. Corwin Steelriver broke his faith with you. He abandoned his post without a word when you did it. You haven't seen the traitor in the last five years. The clockwork king and his mechanical men put up a good fight, but they fell before your blade. Threatened by the might of the new Stagthorn, Grolton declared war on you. It seemed inevitable that Mivon would ally with them, and so once again Stagthorn went to war against the combined forces of Grolton and Mivon. With so many enemies opposing you now, it was obvious to you, Caelan, that new security arrangements were necessary to keep the things you love safe. Bryn has been upset about them. She, Tobias, Micaiah and Brandon all have to be confined in a tower for their own safety because you have so many, many enemies. Uh, Svetlana's in her new role, which is to make Bryn see that you're doing what needs to be done. She says she's, she's working on it, it's going well. Because as the king, you know what's best for Stagthorn. 
counselors who don't take your side, like Michaela, can't continue on in their positions. So you've had to eliminate a few a few positions. And of course, you don't need weak allies like Narissa anymore pleading for peace. You've never quite entirely trusted her anyway, but the First World is far too far away a position to assail, for the moment. Your armies are growing restless. You have spoken with your generals about moving on the shattered remnants of Brevoy next, because of course they too are your enemies. Dagamark had promised to provide aid against Brevoy in exchange for peace, but... How much can you really trust a nation of assassins? Maybe they were the ones paid off by Pytax to move on Tristan. Your enemies are everywhere, Caelan. Mm, mm, mm. uh, as it's been five years, you've gained a few levels. Here's your character sheet. Okay! You got rid of those useless Knight of Thorn levels that were just sort of weighing you down and replaced yeah. them with several levels in Barbarian. Yeah. <laughs> What is it that you find amusing on your new character sheet? I noticed that my deity is uh, Gorum. Well, you know. He's a man. Aristotle seems to have problems with your, your, you know, warlike nature. I'd look at who's playing you now. Nice. So your player is listed, I believe, as Take the Blade and Live the Lie. Pass the Trial, pass pass the trial and Live the Lie. Our mag twice born will never die. I think I'm, of most of all, I'm most upset about the fact that my AC is 19. That's balls. It's not your alignment? Huh? Yeah, I like my alignment with the little Saki quote marks around Lawful, lawful good, good in quotation marks. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, you have Orphan Bane, the enemy of all enemies, as your sword. Yeah. You don't need all that other crap weapons. Yeah. They're not Orphan Bane, and that's not as good. Yeah. Alright, and do you want to move on to the dramatic point of this one? Yeah, yeah, so, um, okay, so, um, let's, if we're going to do this, let's do this. Yeah. So, um, I think Kaelin has, like, um, spiky, you know, slightly tiger, it's a, I see it's a mythical breastplate. Yeah. But let's assume it's kind of black and red in colour scheme, with, like, spiky bits, because, you know, badass. Yeah, it, it is, in fact, um, what you just, what, what you five years ago took off the body of Armag. Sweet. And then um, I think this, the throne is going to be, you know, also fairly, it's going to be a fairly badass iron throne with, you know, additional spikes, because spikes. And yeah, Caelan will be, you know, leaning back on it. Or hard-ass Orden Bane at the ready. Yep. So you are sitting in your throne room. You've sort of got that big tactics map of the River Kingdoms out in yeah. front of them. Um, at this point, your kingdom encompasses all of what, what was the old Stagthorn, so that's Varnhold as well, all yeah. of Fort Drelev, all of Pytax, all of Mivon, all of Grolton. Yeah. So it's this big area like so. Yeah. You've still got Dagamark and Brevoy and Little Nistra and a few other places on your borders. Yeah. And Kalen's sort of got the various little miniatures of his army yeah. and that sort of thing that he's looking down on and contemplating this. And um, you're just starting to think to yourself... Uh, can you roll me Armag's wisdom? Or Kaelin's wisdom, sorry. Yep. Don't know how I made that mistake. Uh, uh, for all intents and purposes, you're using the new printed character. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. Um, uh, Kaelin's wisdom is a 15. <laughs> Kaelin. A 15. 
Right. So, so Kaelin, Kaelin crit fumbled that one. It's, yeah. it's like Kaelin's less wise yeah. somehow. It doesn't bother you that it's kind of freakishly quiet in your throne room. Yeah. And outside your throne room. Like, yeah. you know, you have a lot of enemies to fear. Not to fear. You have a yeah. lot of enemies to... To, um, to fight. <laughs> yeah, you have a lot of enemies to fight. You need to acknowledge their existence and respect their strength somewhat. Yeah. Um, to look forward to battle with them. Yeah. At, you know, you don't need to worry about them. Yeah, so you neither right. notice nor are concerned by the complete absence of any noise out the front. Yeah. As if your guards are not there anymore and that yeah. sort of thing. Um, and then there is a sort of slight knock on the door and Svetlana comes in. Uh, she is no longer your grand diplomat. You don't need a grand diplomat. I don't have a lot of foreign nations in my borders. Yeah, that's for people who are trying to make peace. Svetlana's uh, unofficial role is now, um, you know, she nannies the children and her job is to convince Bryn that you're doing the right thing. Because yeah. Bryn is really needlessly goddamn stubborn about yeah. this. Um, and in comes Svetlana and she sort of looks at you, curtsies in her skirt, and she says, my lord Caelan, how did the gods find you this day? Hmm. Good. No one's making trouble. They've seen since. I was hoping I could speak to you, and she sort of moves up towards the throne, about your queen, Bryn. Yeah. She has been awfully stubborn, but I think I am finally making my way through to her. I think in time she will see that you were right to confine her to the tower, that it was for her own good to stop her running off through the woods. She will see that her place is to fight by your side, or in the end, should it become necessary, she will be replaced by somebody more... She flutters her eyelids very slightly at you, pliable, should it come to that. As you desire, of course. Hope it doesn't. Do your best. And can you give me a sense motive check? Mug. Caelan's a well-known sense motive. Uh, 21. Yeah, you'll notice that you've actually kept a lot of your skills. Yeah. have not been replaced, because yeah. this is still Caelan. Yeah. Mostly. Yeah. Um, 21? Yep. Okay, that will fail. So, you do not notice that Svetlana... Like, Caelan probably notices that Svetlana's showing a little more cleavage, she's fluttering her eyelids a little more, yeah. and you appreciated it on, on an aesthetic level, yeah. um, without needing to go too much further into it. Um, and, again, because of this, you fail to hear the sort of clanging and banging, and or rather, you hear some clanging and banging outside, down mm. the corridor, as if the guards are getting into some sort of skiffor or something. But Svetlana draws her attention back to you and starts explaining how close Bryn is to coming round to your point of view, and your yep. attention is focused on her. And then there is a bang as the doors to the throne room shut. And when you look around, you see two people standing there. Um, one of them is your trusted Viceroy, Van Thorn. Uh, he stands tall and proud in a warrior's stance with his Eldori longsword to hand. Um, and he has someone in front of him. And can you make me another sense motive check? Stan versus Van. Uh, that's an, uh, that's an eight. <laughs> oh, good. Van passes that as well. Huh? Um, 
Obviously, as your loyal vassal, he has bought you a prisoner because the man standing just in front of him is Corwin Steel River. Yeah. And Corwin looks up at you, Van looks to Svetlana, and a look passes between them that Kaelin barely notices. Yeah, yeah. Because there's an enemy in front of me. There is an enemy in front of you. And. A traitor, no less. Corwin looks up at you with sad eyes for a moment and shakes his head. Oh, lad. This is what it's come to, is it? About bloody time you came back. Kaelin begins to go for a sword. Yeah, and Corwin fixes you with his eyes and stares into you. Look at what you've done, lad. Look how far you've driven your people. And at this point, you will realise that Van is not actually holding the sword at his back, holding him prisoner. Van steps sideways and points the sword down towards you, and Svetlana drifts back away from the throne. Everything we've built together, and you've turned it into this monstrosity of conquest. You wonder why I left, because the day you declared war on Pytax was the day I knew you weren't the man that I knew anymore. I tried to run from this. I really did. I thought I could just walk away from it, leave you to your choices. You've changed destinies for the worse. You've changed them for the better. I was really hoping this one was for the better, lad. But the last Svetlana found me. She told me what she'd done. I wish I'd never met you. You changed my fate for the worse. Everyone else's too. I tried to avoid this lad, Kaelin, but your time is up. It reaches up with one hand and Van sort of steps to the side as well, preparing for combat. It looks to you. Back to you if you have anything further to say to the, the, the three traitors arrayed in front of you. No, it's all right. I know what I need to do. I'm strong enough now. There are enemies everywhere. Once I wouldn't have been able to do this, but I can cut anyone down now. And Van steps to the side with his Eldori longsword pointed towards Jesus. I don't know what happened to you. I don't know what happened to the brother I cared about and respected. But I know I have to do my duty, even if it costs me family. You're my brother, Caelan. I thought long and hard before I sent people looking for Corwin. There's no other way around this. You may be my brother, but... Tristan was my brother, too. You need to pay for what you've done to him. And he steps forward. Mm-hmm. And then we get the dun-dun-dun battle music, and yep. that is where we'll cut away. Yep. Before we cut back in for battle next time.